Hey, welcome to Brennan MMA Roasted Podcast. Me, I'm here with Bill Dawes. We got a great show today. We got John Dotson, who's got a big fight coming up. He just had a car. He was in a horrible car accident. Um, but him and his family, actually. Uh, uh, and no, I guess, uh, is it too soon to say Matchbox cars? But um, he's doing much better now. Uh, super happy for him. Uh, is his family okay? Family's okay. Everyone's okay. Uh, God bless, because I love John Dodson. Um, and uh, he's a good friend. Uh, and he's a good friend of the show. So, uh Start over. Is, that, is it too much to matchbox cards? No, because he's okay, right? Like, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I think if he's okay and his family's okay, then it's fine. I'm, I'm always editing in my head. It's the, this is like the worst time to be a comedian. Just constantly like pressing. <laughs> it's like the how much is funny if I have to constantly edit, like edit, 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 and then and then I'm like soundbite. Is this be taken out of context? Or Adam said yeah. this. Adam said that. And then I got to be important enough to even fucking have people care. You know. So anyway, you have an audition or something? What's going on with you? Yeah, exactly. Nice. What are you auditioning for? I got like, uh, yeah, as, a, as a white man, I get to be a Nazi, uh, a, a, a cop, or some sort of, every once in a while, you get to have like a, a, a CEO nerd who's well, a piece of shit. So that's what this was. You're on Broadway. Uh, you're, I mean, you're a great, great actor. Um, People don't realize that you you work all the time. Your resume is just like work, 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 work. Um, so that's that's good. A lot of people in Hollywood do not work. All the time. It sure doesn't feel like I work all the time. It doesn't. It doesn't. Right? <laughs> I mean, because you do it, and then uh, I actually I'm not going to say what show because I had to sign an NDA. But I got my first like legit legit acting part uh, next. Nice. Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm super excited. Whoa! Yeah, do an NDA for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm just so like, I, it's just, you know, I spent more money on acting lessons. I could have went to like, you know, med school six times already. So yeah, I could have went no. to law school, med or, school. Or just even just taping an audition, you know what I mean? Ugh. That costs like 40, 50, 60 bucks to get an audition taped. I know, they want yeah. you to at home. And the problem with it, like, now everyone wants, because of COVID, everyone's like, film it at home, which is great. Yeah. Because you don't have to leave the house. You don't have those jitters. I don't have to, like, run late and show up. And then you're in a room full of, like, nine guys that look like you who are all far more successful. Yeah. And then they walk into the room, and the casting person's like, hey, how's the wife and the kids? And they're just, you know, <laughs> yeah. off. And, and you oh, walk in, that. and they're like, so, uh, any questions? Um, so, and then, and then, as you're doing it, you're looking over to see what they're thinking, and then they're like looking down at your resume and it over, and you're just like, "Oh, I'm fucking, I'm out, God. I'm out." And, you know, I, my, my friend Jason Andor's had one that went so bad he asked for his headshot back afterwards. <laughs> so because of COVID, you don't have to do all that. So you could take like seven thousand takes to make it the right one. The problem yeah. is, look at everyone else. Exactly. Uh, so now, so you have garbage actors who spend four days making an audition tape. 
Yeah. And it looks like they can act because they spent all this time memorizing and shit. Right, 100%. So it's like, I mean, I guess it's bad. I mean, I'd rather do it 700 right. times to get the right one to do it once and have to worry because I don't have my anxiety factor. At the same yeah. time, it's like hard if because I don't have a studio at home. I don't have a green screen or a white screen and a camera. So I got to drive an hour to my acting coach and pay her and then have her do it. And it's the whole thing, you know, and then find a babysitter and this and that. It's a whole fucking thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is not about acting. This is about MMA. So, but speaking yeah. of which, well, one, one more thing, though. So I was going to um, the dime bars open again. And, I, and my daughter's like, Daddy, how come, you know, don't, I want to come, I want to come. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> and like my wife had like a meeting she had to go to. So we all drive down to the dime bar. And there's like, you know, 12 comics, 13 comics. And then I gave her my so You brought her to the show. What time was it? Eight o'clock? Eight o'clock show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she started lighting people. I gave her my phone to light people. So all the comics were like, okay, Violet, am I going over? You know, they all have like a joke about it. Like, she's like, daddy, wrap it up. Or daddy, this guy is terrible. But she, she, thought, it was the, she thought it was the funniest thing. It gave her like some kind of power. But then she wanted to light everyone right away. Like everyone's doing 30 seconds and she's holding up the light, which in her defense, they probably should have got the light in 30 seconds. <laughs> but then, then it was my time to go on stage and she wanted to go on with me. You know, yeah. and, uh, and my wife wasn't having that because, you know, I mean, I had jokes to work out. I'm doing another comedy special uh, with a bunch of fighters now. It's me, Chael Sonnen, Henry Cejudo, and Dean Thomas are all doing a special. That's uh, freaking awesome. Meanwhile, are you writing jokes for these guys as well? Uh, if they ask me to, I, I, yeah. I, I'm not so far. Um, yeah. I, th I think Henry wants to go over some stuff, you know. I'm I am writing for someone else, a huge A-list fighter who's doing a show, and I'm helping him with that. But I'm, uh, but that's, but he, I mean, it's all his stuff. It's not like I'm writing. It's not yeah. like people think when you're writing for someone, you write a bunch of jokes, you go, here you go. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. not usually how I write. Yeah. It's me sitting down with somebody, they're telling me a story that the day of their yeah. stuff, and I'm just saying, oh, here's a, you could punch it up here, but you're there. You know. Yeah, because that's what we, we do. We just look for the jokes. Yeah. We look for the right turns and prizes. I mean, I think stories about comics. I mean, you have to have an extreme kind of voice where you could even have someone just come up with like, here's some jokes for you. You know, like that's like, yeah. uh, I mean, maybe like a Dangerfield probably could have done that. But I think he was a he was a great joke writer. I remember, I think Harry Basil was telling me he would call him at like three in the morning and to go to like run jokes over by him. You know. Yeah. And that, uh, I do that with my wife sometimes. Like, I'll wake her up, tell her jokes. And if she laughs, I know it's a good joke because she's so pissed at me for doing that. So yeah. That's, um, anyway, uh, but yeah, so uh, my daughter is now, we, we had a good time. We had, we had a really good time. Um, so what have you been up to? What's going on in the life of Bill Dawes? Oh, man, you know, I, I, I have my little baby, but she's, she's useless right now. She just kind of, like, sits around. She doesn't, she doesn't like people at shows or there's no, no drink. <laughs> Come to daddy, come to work with daddy days. So, you yeah. know, just try, you know how it is, just trying for life and just then like trying to yeah. make some, not have to blow people for the rent. <laughs> That's sort of where I'm at now. That's Dude, where I'm at in my career. I just don't want to blow people for the rent. I got you. Yesterday, I wanted to pick my daughter up from school and I show up and then there's a line of kids, boys, wanting to give her a hug. Bye. <laughs> like, it was like, <laughs> and then they're showing me their little, their little, their little like, toy cars. Like, I'm supposed to be impressed by this. It's like a, like a $2 monster truck. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> now, Adam, your daughter is going to be a beautiful girl. I mean, she's a beautiful girl now, but she's going to be a beautiful teenager and adult. She's going to be trouble. 
I, you know, I mean, I'll, hopefully she's be, I want her to be beautiful on the inside and I want her to be happy, you know, but, but I am yeah, teaching her. LA, so that's not going to happen. But the point is this. Okay. Well, she shows up to wrestling yesterday. We're, we're coaching and then she's, you know, I have now three girls that play with her. These, these, middle, these middle school kids get credit from the school to watch my kid. Yeah. My community service. And she's like walking down the hallways with these three like middle school girls. Like she's the cool, you know, <laughs> and so afterwards she's like daddy you be the coach and i'll be the wrestler you know and i'm like trying to teach her like a, a drop step you know i'm like teaching her and she, i'm teaching her how to like sprawl she doesn't know how to sprawl without just dropping to her knees first it's hard yeah. to like go chest down speaking of which yeah. all right so you're a jiu-jitsu guy let's talk about dylan dennis because that's the big news right now okay so dylan dennis was at a, a bar in new jersey the same bar that like snooki got punched it was i think it was dude punched snooki it's a very famous Jersey Shore bar and yeah. the video is him getting choked by a bouncer and tapping essentially tapping and the guy's not letting go now a bunch of these bouncers have reached out to me uh trying to either get on the show or wanting to talk to me and say yes. I, uh, I, I mean yes and I, there's a part of me that wants to do it but a part of me is like man like this is like this guy's lowest point in his fucking life. You know, it's like, do I want to celebrate this shit? Like, as much as I don't like Dylan Dennis or I think he's kind of a jerk off, it's like, he was obviously drunk. He was getting choked out by a guy behind him. And I don't know. I don't, there's a part of me is like, doesn't want to fucking partake in somebody's like demise, you know, or somebody reaches well, the lowest point. This isn't a total, it's not like he's going to prison or jail or, he just got drunk and he fucked up and he got choked out. He was he was he brought it on himself. One thing I will know about bar fights is you will never get choked out at a bar fight unless you did something to instigate something. You know what I mean? It's very rare that you're being a heroic human being and you get choked out at a bar fight. Although it happens. Well, their side of the story is he came with a bunch of they were coming from a wedding and he didn't have ID. So he couldn't get into the bar. And he, he goes, listen, you, you, you know who I am. They didn't know who he was. They're like, listen, if you don't let me in, you're, you're going to get fired. Uh, then the guy said no and put his hand. He tried to walk in. The guy stopped him from putting his hand. Dylan then went to throw a punch. And as he's ready to throw a punch, the bouncer got behind him. This is the bouncer's story. And choked him out from behind on the ground. That's one version. Another version is Dylan and his friends were beating up a bunch of bouncers and tossing them around until they all kind of got him and started, got, came from behind and choked him. But they did, the bouncers obviously didn't even, like they were said, yeah, I'm the bouncer who got him in a sleeper hold. Uh, like they're calling yeah. it a- Not rearing a good choke? Yeah, they're calling it a sleeper hold. So these guys obviously, look, anybody who's drunk, doesn't matter who you are, if you're drunk, I mean, I don't know. There's something kind of sad about it. Like there was this, Don Fry got into a bar fight with a guy in Hawaii and it was a fight that like he would normally have murdered the guy. Because he was yeah. drunk, he kind of got hit a couple times, stumbled. It was one of those things. You know, when, like, Chuck Zito knocked out uh, Van Damme, remember, at Scores back in New York? I think back in the 80s or 90s. Yeah. He was kind of drunk, and he went up to – and then, I don't know, maybe I will have these guys on. I, I, well, I, I will say, what's weird is I feel like most – like, nowadays, most bouncers have some sort of MMA training and jiu-jitsu training. I mean, you know, John Donaher was a, was a New York bouncer. I don't know if you ever knew that. But he used to choke people up all the time at the club. He was yeah, going there. I mean, the guy was obviously a strong guy. And people said that the guy, the way the guy wrapped his feet around, any white belt knows the guy crossed his feet. 
a dude yeah. actually just like broke the guy's like legs or something the way yeah i don't really know the move uh what they're talking about you know what they're talking about i do it because a lot of times because i'm slow and old a lot of people will take my back if they're young and and and, uh, and wiry and if they're inexperienced they'll cross their ankles and all you gotta do is bring your 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 shin over their ankle and their ankle is basically trapped between your legs you just you basically triangle their crossed yeah. ankles so if you bring them down they break uh, you know what maybe you know i've been doing a lot of things i've been focusing on like 10 different things right now so i kind of so the, the, the bouncer was sending me the videos and they wanted me to post them. And I, at first I posted it, then I'm like, man, this is, I, maybe I'm getting old or soft or I just suck now. But I'm like, do I fucking want to, when somebody has like their lowest and they're drunk and they're an MMA fighter kind of, and they're getting, do I want to be the guy to be like, look at them. Uh, maybe I do. Maybe I, maybe I need the clicks. Fuck knows. Dotson, how are you? What's going on? I'm good, man. How are you? How are you? Good. What do you think about the whole Dylan Dana situation? I have no idea what's going on, to tell you the truth. Okay. So Dylan Dennis was in New Jersey uh, at a bar, New Jersey bar, the same one that Snooki went to where she got punched. And uh, there was a video of him getting arrested, a picture of him getting arrested, right? So I yes. actually got arrested for impersonating an MMA fighter, right? Which yeah, I saw that. I thought that was a joke. It wasn't. Well, that was a, he saw why he got arrested. But then some, some site in India picked it up, actually, as a, as a real news story. But then they put, like, anyway. So then the videos came out. Where him and his friends went out to a bar. I guess Dylan couldn't get in. Tried to walk in. They said, stop. Dylan went to punch the guy. Bouncer went behind him, choked him, grabbed him to the ground. Dylan tapped. There's a video of him tapping to a guy before the cops. Uh, other stories are Dylan and his friends were going around beating up bouncers, and then they kind of swarmed on him, and finally they choked him out. I think, I don't know what this true story is, but what are your thoughts? Given the information I just told you, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, one that's kind of hilarious because he got tapped out by a bouncer and he's supposed to be an undefeated fighter, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. And he's calling out Jake Paul. I mean, he's calling call out the wrong dude right now. Like, shit, he got his ass by a bouncer. I mean, he's going to get beat up by a YouTube sensation next. I mean, yeah. not even not even beat up, though. He got, like, choked in his, like, in his sport. One thing, if he got dropped, you're like, well, if, 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 if he got choked out by a guy who, who said he put him in a sleeper hold. Didn't even know the name of a rear naked choke. It was a sleeper hold. Yeah. So. That's what makes it even worse. He doesn't even know what the move's called. And in his jujitsu, in jujitsu, like, that's getting beat up. Like, you tap, if you're forced to tap, you got beat up. Right. Yeah. You were forced to submit. But now, is that possible, though, that a guy who doesn't really know what he's doing but just knows how to just... If he's... He could be huge. I mean, so many bouncers are just friggin' ginormous. And if he he's big enough big. and he gets his friggin' He wasn't that big. If we were thinking about it. No? Well, let's, 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 we'll just go ahead and say, like, he got the drug because he was drunk. Is yeah. that He's trying to go into a club, got, got booted, and the guy just snuck up on him. Anybody has like, any lucky day, I mean, my kids can go ahead and choke me out if I'm falling asleep. <laughs> so let's talk about you because – I was worried. I wrote a joke to you, you crashed your matchbox car in the beginning of the, sh at the, beginning of the show, by the way. Uh, but so what happened? Uh, I read you got into a car accident with your whole family. Yeah, it was me, my girls, and my wife. So I was devastated because my son was – I was lucky that my son wasn't with us because then it would have been, like, more of a – more pressing for all of us and made more traumatic. But he was with his grandmother because he wanted to drive up with her. And I was like, okay, cool. But so we were driving through – like, like Wichita Falls, or getting to Wichita Falls, we're in Electra, Texas. 
And I see a car on the side of the road. It was pitch black. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a nice car sitting in the middle, like on the side of the road. I went down the hill, came back up, and it was right in the dead center of the, of the highway. And I was like, oh, shit. So I tried to swerve out of the way. And I ended up clipping the back end of it. And I rolled, we rolled into the median. The, the cables that were on the median saved us. And I was like, what the fuck? I heard the kids screaming. I heard my wife screaming. I was like, okay, cool. Now let's find out what the damage is with them, if they're okay, if there's any broken bones or anything. I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't see them. So I got out. It was all kind of smoked because the airbags all deployed and exploded on me. So I had to jump through like the side passenger door because the driver's side door was on the ground. So I had to jump through the side, keep on jumping up like I was Super Mario Brother trying to uh, bust out some gold coins. Yeah. And breaking through the door, jumped out the backside or outside the top of it, ran through the back, kicked in the back window and grabbed everybody out. Oh my God. And no one was hurt. No one from us were hurt, but our car was totaled and it looked like completely bad. So I looked for, I looked around. I was like, hey, man, why was there – there's no hazard lights on, no flares or anything. Like, this is middle of nowhere. There's absolutely no lights. It's black, like straight dark. What was going on? And I asked one guy, and the guy was like, hey, man, that car hit us. I was like, hit you guys? And it's a semi-truck. Um, he goes, yeah, he hit us. He got disabled, and we're trying to move everybody out and flag everybody down. I was like, and how long ago was this? He's like, oh, maybe like five or ten minutes, but within that five or ten minutes, another car hit a, hit them before us, and then we hit were the last ones to hit them. So I was like, dude, you have the SUV, guy? Right? Don't you have an SUV? Yeah, I was in my, I was in my SUV. Yeah, and I was, I was like trying to get the guy's information. I was like, hey, where's the guy? The guy, and they're like, man, he left. He just ran. Oh my god! So, yeah. Wait, so the guy out. left with his car there. Yeah, he left with his car there. So what made matters worse? Because I was like, man, what the hell? Then they're like, yeah, somebody died. I was like. Oh, okay, cool. Who died? Like, did the guy die that I ended up hitting? They're like, no, he wasn't even in the vehicle. I was like, okay, cool. That was the semi truck driver's passenger died because they hit a cow, and that's how it started the whole accident. Oh Jesus! Oh, my God. So yeah, the semi truck hit a cow that was in in the middle of the highway, got stuck. His passenger flew through the windshield, died. Then uh, that car hit the car, hit the semi truck, got disabled. Another car hit him, put him into the angle that he was, and then we ended up finishing it in the car. That, so that is like, argument I've heard for being vegan, what I just heard right now. <laughs> was it right nah, now? That's when I started eating more cows. Uh, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> that's great. Well, listen, I'm so happy you're okay. I mean, your kids are you're young. Uh, yeah. Were they, were they traumatized? Or? My middle child, like, she's like, going ham because she thinks anytime it's nighttime and we're driving on like on like a long road trip or something she thinks we're automatically we're gonna get an accident i was like no that that happened one time it's called an accident like accidents right. happen and she's like no they don't i was like yeah do you accidentally poop in your pants sometimes she goes well yeah I was like, isn't it an accident like, yeah and I was like, exactly it doesn't happen all the time but when it happens it happens well that's every tuesday for me but but <laughs> yeah that's wow well then yeah all right i'm so happy you're you're okay man so happy what, you're okay. what your face, John. Did you? I mean, I guess it's something you wouldn't want to disclose ahead of your fight, like if you got injured or anything like that. But was it? I don't care. Like they, like Barry have it out there. Like if they can, if they really want to know anything. Like I, uh, I had to go get an MRI on my knees because both of them, well, both of them were like sore. I had to go check on my shoulder, and then everything else has been put back into place. So yeah. I've been like Mr. Robotic being put back together. Can't say hi. <laughs> She's like over here. Hey, you're, so <laughs> She's like, uh, you're talking to somebody. I want to talk to them too. It's but like yeah, like perfect combination of like black, Filipino, and white. Uh, that is a, what a great combination. Well, uh, right. She's Hispanic. 
Your wife's Hispanic? Yeah. Oh, I, was, I thought she was white. Uh, no, oh. she looks white. She's just a light <laughs> Hispanic. <laughs> well, your daughter is adorable. Um, and I'm so happy that, that you're okay. Now, uh, you were supposed to fight Cody Gibson, uh, tough guy, uh, just a, a wrestler, another guy that's a, a UFC vet. That fight got pushed till the end of the month, right? Well, yeah, we got pushed back until next month for October, but we didn't know what was going to happen. Actually, Cody was like a super nice dude. He was trying to go ahead and donate money to that GoFundMe that we had that was, that was launched up on a like for us. And he was like, hey, man, can I go ahead and do that? And I was like, I don't want to take your hard earned money from you going ahead and actually when me and you were supposed to fight. It just feels awkward for me. So I just told him, I just shut down the whole thing. And I was like, yeah, if I'm going to make, if we're going to, if I want money from you, I'll go, I want to earn it from you. So, and here we are now. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's a uh, school teacher. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a nice guy. He's a yeah. West school teacher. I mean, but what yeah. do you mean? What do you mean, John? What do you mean? Yeah, you're not buying the school teacher. Get up. Ah. <laughs> everybody, like everybody's a school teacher. Like I teach. I'm a school teacher. When I teach my kids all the time. It's just they're very different these days. <laughs> so now you're back training. You're you're at. Uh, I told that happened. Everybody had to be school teacher. Yeah, of course, of course. And so now you're back training. Let's talk about the fights this week because this week we got a great UFC card. Uh, we, I mean, it's it, it's stacked. Uh, first of all, Nick Diaz versus Robbie Lawler. This video of Nick Diaz, and they're not good. Have you seen, have you seen these videos? I haven't seen them. But here, here's the, here's the thing. My thing is, Nick is always the gamer one out of the two of the Diaz's. Like, if you really think about it, he's always coming down to fight, and he's always wanting to go ahead and just unleash hell and punishment on somebody. Now, with that being said, he didn't do it against Anderson. That was his last fight, and he was just kind of, like, playing around and just mocking him and doing this and that. But since it's Robbie Lawler who's always trying to get in your face, it's a different story. Because now Robbie's going to sit there try to push the face, and that's what kind of fighter like, Nick Diaz thrives on. Like, he sits there and like wants to go out there and punish people left and right when they're stepping forward just to make them look silly, and that's the type of fight that is geared toward him. That's in his favor. But in these videos, he's like he looks very slow. Oh, that looks like me. What the heck? That was like the dark version of me with an afro. I mean, he looks <laughs> slow and like he looks like he's not in the best of shape. Look, I'm a Nick Diaz fan. I don't care how slow he is. Uh, I'll always watch Nick Diaz, and I want Nick Diaz to win. I, I you can't. Be an, I don't think you could be an MMA fan and not root for the Diaz brothers. But oh, absolutely not. Do you think maybe he's sort of, you know, yeah. it's on person to, a purpose to fuck with people, like going real just to, or his speed's gone? No, I really think that he's trying to fuck with people because have you, these videos have been coming out right recently, and actually a lot of people have sat there and said that they train with Nick Diaz and they they're professional boxers that said he gave them the hardest time ever. So okay. it's kind of confusing on seeing these like these videos recently if you're telling me that he looks slow and sloppy because I've seen him last year and like six months ago when he was sitting there just drawing dudes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he, he like, also might just be in a bad mood and doesn't want to be there. Yeah. He's like, I mean, he, he says he should be fighting Usman. He, yeah. he, goes, he goes, whoever put this fight together is a complete moron. But he's going to sign the contract. He put the fight together. All right? Because <laughs> yeah. he can uh, there and say, nah, I'll take somebody else. Yeah, right. Now we got Sadiq Youssef. You know who this is, by the way? Yo, yo, what up? Johnson, what up? Uh, what is going on here? Yeah, this is, uh, Sadiq, are, you guys, are like the cops chasing you? What was that noise? Nah, that, 
that, that's not me. That's the worst going on in somebody's Okay, so Tadik Johnson is this kid's a prodigy. He's from Africa. He's a monster. Oh, I want him. He's from Texas. He's got amazing striking. He's been banging every girl in Texas. <laughs> See his Instagram. Hey, one girl. Adam's racist, racist as hell. Do you think about the other African? <laughs> He's smashing. All, all, all the other part, all the other part was true, except for the Texas part. Okay, okay, okay. So, Sadiq, how are you, man? What's going on? Good, good. I'm not even from Africa. It says you're from Africa on your <laughs> on your Wikipedia page. I'm joking. I'm joking around. I, it's all good except except for Texas. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Now, uh, it says you're from Nigeria. Now, you're number twelve in the world. Number twelve in the world. Uh, yes, your sir. last fight was against Arnold Allen. Tough fight. You got you got dropped a couple times, but you came yeah. back. You won the third. Uh, I think if it was a five round fight, you would have won. Um, I think you just ran out of rounds. For sure, for sure. But yeah, I don't. Um, I feel like even though I've been doing this for a little bit, there's still some things I got to learn, you know. So that, that fight was one of those fights where even though I was down two rounds, in my mind, I was still focused on winning rounds instead of finishing the fight. And it's kind of one of the first times I found myself in that kind of position. So that's one of those things where, like, the experience mattered. I, I kind of had to go through that. And we made the right adjustments um, after I came back. So I think I'll be better off next time. The third round, you're thinking, win this third round as opposed to I need to finish. Yeah, yeah, you know, because that's kind of how – People see my fighting style and they, they think like I'm just like a always going for a knockout kind of guy. But the knockout just kind of comes just because of that's just like my my skill sets. But most of the time I'm always focused on winning each round. So like I didn't I didn't make the mental adjustment when that happened. When you Dawson, got knocked, like, Dawson, you're like the opposite fighter. Uh, you never want to win the round. You want to knock the guy out every time. I try every single time and I'm swinging for the fences and everybody keeps on telling me, hey. <laughs> Start winning rounds, like. Hit them as hard as I can until they fall. Yeah, you could combine you guys. You'd have the, the greatest fighter ever, ever. Uh, hey, yeah. Exactly. Oh, are you because of our? <clears throat> Bill, Bill, what were you saying, Bill? I was saying when you got knocked down, <laughs> you got knocked down twice, right? And uh, but you got up really quickly. Were any of those uh, punches enough to take you out? Did you almost did you, uh, like? The the, the the kick the kick was really rough. The the um yeah. punch wasn't that bad because it was just kind of one of those things where you don't see it. So if yeah. you don't see it, the impact just um drops you. But the kick was bad. I like my legs was gone on, on the kicks. But it, um, crazy about that about that kick, Sadiq, is that you blocked it? Yeah, but it skinned it skinned like the top. It skinned like the top of my skull. Like it it, it went a little bit right over the glove. The camera angle makes it look like it just hit the glove, but it, like, skinned the top of the glove and went to the top of my head. Dawson, never happened to you where you block something and, you're, like, it still hurts? All the time. <laughs> it hurts my arm, my hand, yeah. my head. I remember Bass was um, said a long time ago, it was like, you put your hands up and let me kick you in the head. Let me see, <laughs> see, see, see if you can take right? it. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, uh, I mean, but you know what sucks is that, like, you did it. I feel like you did everything right, Sadiq. Like, you had the perfect uh, defense for that kick, but it still kind of yeah. got down. Yeah, you know what? Um, I was looking in the comments, like, after the fight, and one dude was like, man, City's going to be real upset when he gets home and find out he lost a fight due to two strikes. Just because of, like, when you see, like, the strike counts and everything like that, you see how far ahead I was. But he, he deservedly won those first two rounds because those two strikes were, like, did a lot of damage, you know? So it's just one of those things is, like, you wish you had a time machine, but it is what it is. 
John, what was uh, some of the fights you showed you had a time machine for? Uh, Demetrius one, Demetrius two, Amala Marais, John Lineker. I mean, we can going to go with this list. <laughs> Dude, that um, that, that Demetrius one fight. <laughs> yeah, that uh, John. Uh, Man, Demetrius I don't understand how. Yeah, I won that one. Bill, who's who's uh, internet's fucking the show up? Is it mine or it's not mine's yours? Is it Dotson's or is it Sadiq's? Uh, well, I'm gonna be honest with you. Mine's on the 5G. I'm not even on the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm in. I'm in my gym right uh, now. Okay, right now. now Sadiq is walking through a suburban neighborhood, and honestly, I didn't know yet. Don't don't worry. I'm about to get to Wi-Fi pretty soon. I have to finish walking my my dog. <laughs> Got it, Dotson. Why are there Ninja Turtles above your head? Because <laughs> there's old. There's only, I told you I'm in my gym. I was like, hell yeah, I got my I got my turtles. <laughs> well, this is your own personal gym, or this is this is not. Oh, uh, my wife got that for me. She was like, "John, I got, babe, I got you this." I was like, "Hell yeah!" I was like, "I want to put this in the house." She said, "Absolutely not." And I was like, "Why not?" She was, "Because that goes in your gym." And I was like, <laughs> "Wait, so you're not a Greg Jackson anymore?" What? Yeah, I train over there still. I just got okay. to train over there, and I rush over here so I can come talk to you. Got it. Got it. Got it. Oh. Got it. Got it. Uh, and which turtle are you, by the way, John? Which one are you? You identify as one of them, right? I identify myself with Donnie because I'm very techie and nerdy, and I can still kick ass. Yeah, but hey, I, I, I have to already, deal with it, and then when I say shit, I ain't the motherfucker that died first. <laughs> uh, I always say you could tell a lot about a person by who their favorite Ninja Turtle is and who their least favorite Ninja Turtle is. <laughs> uh, now, Sadiq. I'm following you on Instagram. Are you working at Hooters now? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. They got me. Um, they got me doing like a little sponsorship thing. That's what's going on. I, I, <laughs> it wouldn't be a bad gig though. Cause I mean, you're always plugging Hooters. Like, what's what's going? Are you banging the manager or the chicks? What's going on? <laughs> nah, nah. Just just some just some sponsorship on the side, man. They they treat they treat me pretty well, so I just gotta do my part with the posts. Got it. Now, are you a camp counselor too? Uh, no, I, you mean like for like the martial arts gym? I see you dancing outside with a bunch of oh, like, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, they, they had, they had, um, Camp Springs Day, like, um, just like the local event for this area. And I, I did like my little part, like teach, I taught some martial arts a little bit and I decided to join in on the fun. There's all these horny women around you. These like cougars. <laughs> They're all surrounding the, the, you the, dancing. The, the 50-year-olds. Yeah, who, who are those women? It looks like they're like, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? You're dancing in the middle of them. They're all checking out your butt. Like, <laughs> just, just giving them a show, man. Got to do my part. Uh, okay, all right. I'm like, you're at Hooters <laughs> dancing with thirsty women. Damn. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot more fun when it's, um, when it's at Hooters than when it's at um, with the older 50-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's talk about the fights this week. Okay, do we like Volkanovski or uh, do, we, do we like uh, the guy he's fighting? Uh, what's his name? <laughs> the guy he's fighting. <laughs> what? I'm going with Ortega on this one. Why are we going with Ortega? Because Ortega's like very versatile on the ground and going to mix it up. He's actually had really good striking. Volkanovski has shown that he can go ahead and put the pressure going forward. But Ryan Ortega... You can go ahead and sub somebody once they do that. 
Somehow your uh, your sound went down, right? Is that just me? Can I I can barely hear you? What what what's going on? This is what? Can you try to sit there? Oh, hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me now? This is like a, this podcast yeah. brought to you by like Wish. All right. So uh, so Deke, who do we like? Yeah. Ortega or Volkanovski? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Dotson said, man. I, I'm going with Ortega too. Just just you got remember this is my weight class too. So I spent a couple of times staring at these guys. Uh-huh. Um, or, or ta- Ortega, um, the ground game is a big factor for the fight. And Ortega is one that kind of just goes forward no matter what's really happening in the fight. He doesn't really um, let his opponent get a lot of breathing space. And Volkanovski's striking is really based on fakes and making his opponent stand still. Ortega doesn't – and that, when you watch the first Max fight and the second Max fight, you'll see that was a big adjustment that Max made. You know, Max kind of didn't care about what his fakes was. He just attacked anyways. Ortega normally fights like that anyways. So I'm looking forward to Ortega. Bill Laws? Well, I mean, I think it's pretty crazy that, like, I actually want Ortega to win too, but I don't know. I think it's just because – Volkanovski, I think he just annoys me or something because he's Australian, but Russian. What, what's going on? With you, and Brian Ortega, come on, he's Instagram hot. You got to go for the guy who's, I don't know, I, I'm a jiu-jitsu guy, so I love the fact that he has really interesting, versatile uh, submissions, and he can get it from a lot of different places. So I, I would prefer to see him win because I think it would be an interesting fight if he wins. Yeah, well, but, how, is, how does Ortega get Tracy Cortez – Halle Berry and Demi Lovato. Like he doesn't. His he's the vice, dude. That's all you need. His personality is not great. Like he's not like a charming. I can see like how Uriah Faber was getting involved. Like Uriah Faber. I mean, but how is? I mean, Sadiq Youssef should be getting these girls. Like, uh, uh, every, everybody knows personality is the biggest thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, how is – I mean, I don't know. You're right. I mean, you're right. He's a good-looking guy. But but I'm just saying he's not like – I mean, Luke Rockhold's a better-looking guy than, than than this dude. I don't know. Maybe, well, yeah, Luke, but, but Ortega give a better vibe than Luke Rockhold, you know? Yeah. Dude, can, I, can, I, can, And he's – the Latin, the Latin lover thing going on. Come on, that counts. Women Luke, love it. Luke Rock, I heard a story that he like uh, hooked. I, I don't, Dotson's daughter's right there, but he uh, hooked up with a girl in front of all her friends and uh, did did a lot of things in front of her friends. And, and they gave him instructions on how to, you know, do this. So I sat next to him at the award show, and I go, "Hey, uh, is it true that you uh, b a n g e d this girl in front of all her friends?" And he looks at me and he goes, "Not all her friends." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I've heard stories of orgies revolving our man Luke Rockhold. Yes. Good for him. Yes. Uh, what were you saying, Dawson? I, now I can't hear him. What? And now he's just I, I, you're just pointing to your daughter. Now you're oh, yeah, you off. What, what were you now? Can you hear Dawson? Or just me, John? He, he's trying to tell you that his daughter's really good at spelling, like, so you can't spelling? see a spelling. Is that what you were saying? <laughs> Act like she can understand anything. She's two. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> He's saying she's she's the best two-year-old speller in the world. Oh, so you can't. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bill, take a break for one second because I got to tell everyone about Bet Online. We are back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. 
Who doesn't love football? I love football. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus from football, basketball, boxing, or onto your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, come on right back. So, okay, <laughs> I'm picking Volkanovski based on who I want to win. Uh, but he also hasn't hasn't lost in like thirty fights. Yeah, uh, it's it's so it's so weird, you know. Like I think Volkanovski is really really good, but for some I don't know what it is. I don't I don't know why um I I pick Ortega, and every time he fights, I honestly don't pick him. But it's it's strange. I don't know I don't know what yeah. it is. I I think he's kind of got that like uh, that Stipe or, or like uh, Jan vibe where like people just don't want to believe that he's like the top of the top of the game you know what i mean and and you don't have one thing you could point at specifically is that he's great at that you know he's kind of good at everything so it's it's hard to just pinpoint the one thing he's good at so another one uh this week one of your former training partners i believe sadiq lauren murphy right (laughs) i don't know which african you got me confused with you know by the time this by the time this is over Wait, didn't you train with her in, in Texas at uh at Fortis? <laughs> Aren't you at Fortis? Okay, that that's the African. I think you got me confused with Kennedy. You wait, you, don't, wait, Kennedy? you don't you don't train at Fortis sometimes? No, no, I, I'm 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 just real cool with those guys. I I never oh. train at Fortis. Why do I always think you're at Fortis? Because you're racist. <laughs> racist? Why would why would that possibly be? Wait, don't you live in Texas now? You're, oh, you're, 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 you're in Maryland. You're in Maryland. Yes. yes. I thought you cross trained in Texas for some reason. For some reason, I always think you cross trained. Okay, no, no, no. Okay. So, so Vic, Vic was in Texas and Vic used to come tra- cross train here. All right. It's trying, it's, trying, it's trying to make sense a little bit. Okay, now. James May. Maybe that's why. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of confusion. It's me. Yeah. Vic trains from Texas over here. I'm real cool with those guys at Fortis. So that's what it's okay. like. For some reason, I thought, I don't know, maybe your fighting style. I feel like you fit in well at Fortis. You should go to Fortis. I would. I would. That's why I said, that's why I, I like them. I like the way they. Yes. All right. Now, are you. Okay. So you're still in Maryland. Yeah. Yes. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So who do we like? We like Laura Murphy or Shevchenko? Shevchenko. Go ahead, Bill. <laughs> oh, oh, the girl of the of the of the ladies. Well, I mean, come on, we had we had our girl on, so I gotta gotta vote for her. Yeah, she's on the podcast, and she's hotter. Yeah. Wait, Lauren, wait, Lauren's hotter. Wait, hold on. You guys, wait, who was girl we had last last week? That, that oh was, no, you're right. I was a girl from Australia. I'm sorry, wrong wrong, wrong one. Oh, We're man. talking about Deborah Shevchenko. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, are all this, over the place. This is, this is like the eighty. It's, it's supposed to be Adderall. This podcast is about Adderall. the real, the real Shashenko, not the not the <laughs> became Shashenko sister. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we not. Yeah, Shashenko is the girl who's like twenty one and three. She dances. She head kicked Jessica. I she basically yeah, no, just woke up last week. She, she yeah. beat. Up, she beats everyone up. She just picks no, up. No, no, Adam, you're thinking about Amanda Nunes. That's the wrong girl. No, no, I'm not thinking of Nunez. <laughs> no, 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 I'm messing around. No, <laughs> Nunez does not dance, okay? She's at the ballerina. You know, what? Can't beat, basically, right? She's lost her twice, right? No, well, this girl said she yeah. she's like 
she's like a 1200 favorite on this fight. She's just yeah, murdering yeah. everybody. But Lauren Murphy is a girl, like I said before, that like her dad passed away. He was a pilot, she turned to drugs. She was a heroin addict, lost custody of her kid, went to a gym with her kid, was a single mom, started training with her kid. Now it's 10 years later, she's fighting for the title. And she hits hard. She looks jacked. Uh, and I root for her. I fucking, uh, she's a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine. So I yeah. hope she pulls off this upset, but it's a, she's got a big uh, mountain. 1,200 to one? Yeah. I've never odds like that in UFC. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough hill to climb, that's for sure, you know. And it, it's a great story. I wish story won fights, but a lot of it doesn't really play out like that a lot of times, you know. So I will have to go with Shevchenko. Dude, you actually, there's nothing worse than, like, I watched The Contender, right? And they'll be like, this guy, uh, he oh, was so broke and he was homeless and he, he, he sold, he drove six hours with his mom to sell soap yeah. in Brazil. Yeah. And, and it's just like, yeah. you're just like, you start crying. You're like, and, yeah. and, and yeah. everyone in his family got massacred. And, and no one knows. And then he goes to the, the octagon and gets his shit beat out of him. Like, and, 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 and then imagine when you, when you have personal relationships with these guys, too. It becomes a lot worse. Like, the older I get, the less and less I want to watch my teammates fight, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Seriously. That happened with Ellenberger. He used to, used to be the co-host of the podcast. I went to his fight against Wonderboy. And he got, like, spinning wheel kick, knocked that out. And I'm sitting there, like... In the, I'm, in a, I'm in the Pearl Casino, like, on, on the floor like this, just, like, charging my phone. Yeah. And somebody's like, can I take a picture? And I'm just like, yeah, I'll take a picture with you, bro. Like, yeah. it's, it's the – what now, after your last – how did you take your last loss, by the way? Did you uh, crawl up in a ball? Do you not talk to anybody? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, not – Um, I, 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 it wasn't that bad. I, I had my moment of – crying i'm a big crier i cry even like when my teammates lose you know so that's kind of it but right after that i was back to watching film again you know it was it's one of those that i had a lot to learn from it so and, and i've always had when i wrestled in high school i only wrestled three years in high school i remember um all, everybody that was like ahead of me like the graduates was like man you're gonna um when it's all over you're gonna have like regrets and stuff like that but when it was over i'm not gonna lie i felt nothing because i've never been a bullshitter it's like I always put in as much work as I can. And then after that, the what happens is just what happens. So I, I definitely still cried after the losses um, to Arnold. But it was one of those things where, like, the things I got hit with was kind of like I got caught, you know. You also won the third round. I mean, you had the momentum. After, like, yeah. Going your way. Yeah, but it is. I, I feel like me and him are definitely going to meet up again in the future. So it's one of those things I, I got to be ready when it happens again. I have a social question, Adam. This is sort of – but like. Nigerian Americans are killing the game. I feel like everywhere they go, like I feel like they're more Nigerian American doctors now, more in college, yeah. UFC. Like, Comedian, what is that? Comedians, Godfrey, and yeah. yeah, I think I think it's just like an immigrant thing. It's like an immigrant mentality. It's like it's a weird. Um, I always say like if you was born in a room and the room had like walls covered in gold that gold would mean shit to you but if somebody came from outside and walked in, i was like oh shit there's gold all over here like it means a whole lot more to them so that immigrant mentality is kind of how i see america so it doesn't really matter like what field we pick i think it's just a little bit easier for us to see how big of opportunity is going on if that's doctor being a comedian or being a fighter Yo, yeah, look you, at this you, uh, crazy you dog. Trump, right? Yeah. Weren't you a big Trump? Weren't you a big Trump supporter? <laughs> I, I was a big Kanye guy. Yo, leave me alone. <laughs> you voted for Kanye, really? Yeah, I, I, um, I've, I've been a 
big Kanye supporter since. So, no, I didn't vote for no damn Kanye, man. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I know a comedian. I know a comedian that made a fortune on Kanye because he was living in Missouri and he got a job canvassing for Kanye and you got like, he got like $10 a signature. So any, anywhere he went where somebody said they'd vote for Kanye, he got like, they gave him, Kanye gave him 10 bucks. So he, he, said he, couldn't oh, get, nice. he said he couldn't get black people to sign it. They'd be like, fuck that. <laughs> but like white people signed it. So like, yeah, oh, for sure. But, you, know, you know why they signed it? It's guilt. <laughs> You can you can get white people to join anything. <laughs> black people, I thought he was like being racist. Like, get the fuck out of here! But he really was getting like ten dollars. He made thousands of dollars. Like, I mean, like thirty grand. Like, he made like the the comedy club he owns is now in business because of Kanye's. I mean, Kanye must have lost a fucking fortune on this. Paying, I mean, ten dollars a signature to get on the ballot. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the um. Bipolar stuff, man. Dude's got a couple of mental issues, so you gotta let him do what he do. So, all right, Nick Diaz, Robbie Lawler. Who do you like in this fight? <laughs> I'm just watching for entertainment, man. That's not a real fight. It's not a real fight, Nick Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, I mean, I, I don't want to sound like this is Nick. It's just, it's just a, it's just entertainment, you know. Nick Diaz and Robbie Lawler. I don't think either one of them is like really. I, to be honest, actually, both of them going out there fighting for one round and being like, "All right, fuck it, that's enough," and just bounce out. I don't know what to expect from Nick Diaz. Nick hasn't fought since I was a kid, you know. Yeah. And um, Robbie Robbie Lawler is like is starting to head towards retirement, you know. So I guess because of activity, I might want to say Lawler. But to be honest, I can't really remember last time I saw Lawler fight either, you know. So it's. To me, it's one of those things where, like, it's like the name means a lot, but you know. But so I guess I'll pick Robbie Law. Now Nick says that he should have got Usman. Um, I saw, I saw that. You know what's funny? I, I was, I was at practice last night, and somebody read it out loud. You know, like it wasn't the video that I was playing. They, they read the Nick Diaz quote, and I was like, "What the fuck does that even mean?" Like, <laughs> it was like, it was like, I, it took, it took me like five minutes to like piece together what it was saying because it was like, um. Whoever put this together is an idiot. I I, I think I, I have a better shot against Usman than I do Lawler. And I was just so confused, man. I was I, – I didn't – yeah. So that's, you know what, that's though? If it was boxing, they'd make that fight. If it was boxing, what, um, they would, they oh, would yeah, like, oh, no, don't get it twisted. If Nick wins, they're going to make that fight in the UFC. <laughs> don't know. get it twisted at all. And, and, and if I was Usman, I'll take that fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and – yeah. Usman will take that fight. Yeah. Well, it's funny at the end of the day, so that would get a lot of money. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I, I wouldn't blame him at all. Like, I'm sure if Usman didn't ha already have um something signed up, I would have asked the UFC for that fight 100%. Yeah. So, they so, got to um, complete with. So when you moved here from Nigeria, Sadiq, uh, did you experience a lot of racism, people giving you a hard time? Not. You know, you got to understand, I moved, um, so here in Maryland, I'm in PG County. PG County got, like, it's almost, like, 80% black people. So oh, wow. I, I never have a white friend until I became an adult. So, because, wow. and, and I was, we, we didn't have a lot of money, so I wasn't doing any type of traveling. So my my version of what America was, I didn't really get to see what America was. Yeah. So I started, like, traveling for, like, tournaments and, like, fighting and wrestling. Like, that was like, damn, look at all these white people. <laughs> but I, I didn't really realize. Yeah. Where, you go to high school? Where are you 
Where so did yeah, you go to high school? Bladensburg. It's right. It's literally across the street from where I lived. You know, so we had we had like maybe three white kids in our school, and and, oh, wow. and the rest was all like black, African, and Spanish. And so your wrestling yeah. team was all black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, no white, no white kids on the wrestling team. We didn't even, to be, I didn't even know we had a wrestling team. Like that's, <laughs> I'm talking about like black, black. Like <laughs> I didn't know we had a wrestling. The team until I heard Joe Rogan say something about <laughs> high school wrestling on TV, and then I was like, "Oh, let me go find out if this school has that." And no then I way. went to go ask the um the the sports director, and she was, "Yeah, yeah, I never know about like I always said I wanted to be in the UFC as a kid, but I didn't know like step one, two, or three to get there. I couldn't afford any type of like martial arts training, so that wasn't happening. So I, I asked the high school director. It turns out we had a wrestling team, but there was just like four people on the team. So I I tried to join my my sophomore year, but at that time, I was still a little bit of a knucklehead, so my grades wasn't good enough for me to wrestle. So the next year, I got my grades straight, and then I wrestled my junior senior. I love the idea of these four white kids in the wrestling team, and then you show up, they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 that would have been funny as hell. They was like, we got one. <laughs> the only four white kids in the school was all on the wrestling team. <laughs> I walk in, and, and the, the, the sun is shining behind me. <laughs> it's like, not, not only is he black, he's African. He's a... Yeah. They all, they, get. they all like, they all walk out like oh, we can't even get this fucking part. Now, um, that's okay. So you came here now, but was there racism uh, amongst other black people because you're from Africa? Sometimes I feel like Africa. Well, well here, here, here's the thing. I don't, um, I don't like to call it racism. I think a lot of it was ignorance. You know, like I, it's funny. I was literally just talking about this yesterday because that all that is kind of dead now. But it was like ignorance because when I first came here as a kid. A lot of the things they thought about Africa was, like, just the things that they saw on TV, you know? So, like, it was, like, those same, like, lions and tigers and stuff like that. So everything that they, like, they would say would be things, like, pertaining to that. But as we got older and, like, the internet got bigger, like, now little kids have internet, you know? So all, yeah. most of those questions are kind of dead. A lot of them kind of have a better view of what Africa is, you know? I remember when I was, like, in fourth grade or something, I, I had two other Nigerians in my class, but I, I was, like, fresh out, out of the country, you know? My English, English wasn't so great. And it was like, man, have you ever seen, like, lions and tigers and stuff like that? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, thinking that they're talking about, like, seeing them in the zoo, you know? Because I went to the zoo at home. <laughs> I see mad lions and tigers, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm and, like, now I'm trying to defend it because I think, I'm thinking they don't believe I've been to the zoo. I'm like, man, I've seen so many lions and tigers, man. I see them all the time. <laughs> and the two other little African girls in my class are like, no, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. Like, we don't have that. We don't have that. Yeah. Yeah, it's little things like that. I remember one thing, the teacher, man, the teacher got me with a good one. I, I was writing, um, you know, um, in your notebooks, you have those little red border lines. Like, you can see, like, the red line on the yeah. other side. Yeah. You're supposed to write in the margin. So I, I always wrote past it. But just as a kid, you know, I didn't know any better. And one time the teacher comes up to me, she goes, well, you know, we have a lot of books here. You know, you don't have to um, try to save up space. We have a lot of books here. You can stop <laughs> early. I was like, come on. <laughs> well, America. So, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's not, like I said, it's, it's just ignorance, man. But around here, like, now people love Africans, man. They embrace us. You know, a lot of people try to go back home. So... It's, it's one of those things where I think, like, the internet made a really big impact on yeah. that. And I have a question. In Nigeria. Yeah. Bill. Bill, what are you What's saying? That? No. Oh, I, I just paid this. Actually, oh, so anyway, I've been to Africa <laughs> twice. I've been to Africa twice. I went to uh, Djibouti, Africa, to do comedy for the military. And we flew through Nigeria. 
and the most beautiful flight attendants in the world. I don't know what it is, but they don't have ugly flight attendants. Like you, you fly through Africa Air, it, they're all like beauty queens. I, I'm yeah, a- I think I yeah, I think they they do that on purpose. Especially if you depend on what airlines you take, like Emirates and stuff like that. I think you gotta you gotta do like a whole model walk before you get on <laughs> before you get on your yeah. team. You gotta, you gotta send them pictures and all that. Seriously, it's right? America yeah. where you have dump truck stewardesses. Really, let's be honest, because like a fat lady will sue the airlines if they don't get hired. You know what exactly, I mean? Exactly, exactly. Those kind of you got things too. Those laws don't really exist in other places. Like they're not, they don't care what you do. Like you got to look like a model to work for them. Mm-hmm. Well, when I was there, the big drug was cot. You ever hear about this drug called cot? Yeah, yeah. And Bill, this it's so it's a it's like meth and crack, and these people take it. And like when I was there, it was the uh, Ethiopian king. His wife was the biggest drug dealer in like the country, and they were giving out cot to everybody. And you just see people on the side of the road. It was like the one oh. head, just like drooling. It it was the saddest thing. And then we they took us out. The NCIS took me out on these missions to give water to kids, to little kids from Africa. We gave them like this much of water, and you would think we gave them like a million dollars each. Like, oh. it was some of the saddest shit I've ever seen in my life. I, I, yeah, I, I, that drug is like a, like a more like an East African thing. I've heard about it before, though. Oh my God, it was, it was, uh, yeah. I never denied Nigeria. I want to go to Nigeria. I, I want to go. Now, are you, are you, are you a celebrity there now? Are you like? Uh... Uh-huh. So each, each time I go back, it gets like a little bit bigger and bigger. You know. So that, last time I went back, um. I still, last time I went back was when I kind of felt like, all right, next time I come, I actually got to come a little bit more professional because one time I had like the area boys surround me, I thought shit was about to get real, but it was all love, you know, like, oh, so it was like, next time I go back, I got to definitely go a little bit more professional, but I haven't been, to be honest, I haven't been to Nigeria in a little while, man. I I keep telling myself I'm going to go, but before I used to go all the time. So now it's just something I got mentally prepared for. I haven't been back since my brother's past. So uh, it's, I, I, before we all used to say it, like as a family, we'll all like, somebody would just bring it up and like, it would be spontaneous. But we have, it's always been like two years now. Like my, my eldest brother passed and then my, the one right before me passed too. And he's the one that always picks up. He's the one that always picks me up from the airport. So and a little bit of, in the back of my mind, a little bit, I still try to pretend like they're both back at home. And then not so long ago, like a month or so, two ago, my mom said something. She was like, man, I think it's time for us to go back to Nigeria. And I fucking hesitated. I, I started stuttering. So I think she read into, into like my reaction. Like in my mind, I was always putting it on them. I was like, I don't think my family's ready to go back. But then when, when, when she said it, I, I wasn't prepared, you know, so I, I, I got to mumbling and shit. So she, she dropped it again. But it's, it's one of those battles I got to face when I'm ready. Sorry about your brothers, number one. Uh, number two, now, you, now, you, now you, you, have, you, know, you have one mom now? Because last time we talked, you had four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I still, oh, <laughs> well, I still got the other, the other two back at home and one had passed away. But it's always been just me and my mom, you know. I, I actually, um, I, rec- I bought this house like – um last November and I moved her and my little brother in there. So all of us kind of stay, we all kind of stay together, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. So Deke's from, that's, uh, that's the biggest thing. I always said, I told my coach, I was like, go on. What were you saying? Oh, no, I was saying like, I always, I always 
stayed like low key with all the stuff from the UFC. As you guys know, all of us, we fighters, we're not making crazy amount of money, you know. But if you could be smart and and you save up your money a little bit, you could at least have something to show for it. And right now, this house is the best thing I got to show for. Yeah, too. Uh, the best thing you got is the fact that you're gonna be the champion of the world. Like real yeah. soon. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, and, and you're smart, and you're good looking, and you're nice. So yeah, his his dad had four moms growing up in Africa. Uh, <laughs> his dad like, had four moms. I mean, I mean, four, I mean, four wives. Four wives. <laughs> his dad had four wives. He, he had four moms. But but it didn't. It, but he told us it's not, it's not as good as it sounds. They they didn't sleep in the same bed. They each had their own room. Like it wasn't like. That's he perfect. <laughs> so yeah, it's, he, it's it's one of those things too where like I'm 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 the second to the youngest so like a lot of things went over my head until i started getting a little bit older and i'll go back to the visit and i started hearing the fucking jokes man i'm like oh my god i want to think about this shit man and like i think about like oh who's getting tonight who's getting tuesday who's getting wednesday like man i'm not trying to think about so dick i feel for you because you're like you're a black man that's drive around america but you have a muslim name you have to fly yes like you must get stopped constantly both places <laughs> yeah it's 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 strange you know and it's been to my benefit too like back before i got to the ufc um i fought in jordan one time and oh, they God. i was fighting one of like conor mcgregor's little protégés it was like um the sbg guy that was bringing me in there to lose but when i got there they didn't realize like oh sadiq yusuf is a pretty good name for for a muslim crowd and like over oh, there they was going crazy for me they, i don't know what they were expecting to come out when they heard the name sadiq yusuf <laughs> I don't know if they were expecting me to look like how I look, but when 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 they announced my name, the whole crowd was going insane. It was like Sadiq, 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 man, it, it was it was pretty dope. Were you wearing like a robe? You come out like in a robe and a whole thing. That would be if you had like a. You like it. Nah, I, I was I wasn't prepared either. You know, if I if I thought thought about it a little bit better, I could have pandered to the audience. <laughs> had like a magic Great. carpet. You had to like four people like carry you out like on a carpet or something. You know, like you kind of <laughs> I seen back in the day. Uh, well, yeah, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep going until I pass the line to where I now now it's offensive. Yeah, of <laughs> now listen, I um I bought your T-shirt and I love your shirt, but it's. You on the back. I want everyone to see you in the front because I I, pick, I had to find a mirror to take a picture. Can I get a shirt with you on the front? There's there's a couple. I think if you if you if you look on the website, there's somewhere it's on the front. There's somewhere it's on the back. There's somewhere it's like double. You just gotta oh. <laughs> not be a lazy bastard. I gotta I gotta buy another to one. Now. Now I gotta get two. <laughs> Yeah, you got you got to just click the button to flip the to flip the shirt the other way. I got it. I'm ready to wear it. I'm like, fuck. And then I'm gonna make a picture. I'm like, this is you. Oh, he's really black. You can't see him. It was a black shirt. I'm like that's. <laughs> you you had to take one more step. You saw how you moved to the right and clicked. Okay, you're yeah. supposed to like stay there and click flip around. And I'm a busy guy, dude. I'm a busy guy because I I wanted to like post a picture. I'm like I gotta do it like like a fucking asshole. Like look at my ass. Like like Tariq Youssef. Like it was the gayest picture I ever fucking seen. All right, I'm gonna get another one. Uh, and by the way, I, I didn't get it for free. I ordered it. I didn't even tell you I ordered it. I, I got to support my guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. I'm surprised you found that. That's like, that was like, a, that's one of my, my old, old pictures. I, I don't think I was in the UFC when I when I had that shirt. So uh, that that's pretty dope. Yeah, well, I'm going to get a new one where you can see the front now. So I'm taking, taking an ass shot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Get, get one like these. I, I like 
I got I got this one now. You can get one like that. All right, I'll get I'll get yeah. one like that. All right, uh, where can people if I, if I want to buy a Sadiq Yusuf shirt, where can I get it? It's all in my every one of my social medias. I have the link trees in my bio, so you could just click on the link tree and you'll see to buy my merch. It's all I think I do it to like representative.com. So like any one of my social media, just click the link in my bio and you can find my shirts. You can find like shirts, the cameos, YouTube, um, Twitch, all that stuff is on there. Cool. Well, thank oh, you. Oh yeah, and, and and you can find um my mom's clothing store. That's what I've been helping her with. Nice. The most, you know? So you can find you can find that on there too. She she's been really grinding. I'm trying to get her out of the um the work life, just help her work for herself. So that that's a that's a really big thing. I'm really proud of her with. That's awesome. Now, what kind of clothes does she sell? All African clothes. It's all um like handmade African attire. My sister actually makes them back home, and she sends them here to my mom. My sister makes a couple of them. Some of them like she um she gets other people to make, and she sends them here, and we sell them. No, if I get it for my wife and my daughter, are they going to get called? Nah, nah. That's a great question. I, I just told my mom, honestly, we need to get some white models on the website so people don't think they're going to get killed for wearing it, you know? So, okay, so, good. You could, be, you could be our first white model. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Anything for a three-year-old? Uh, I, I'm not sure if she has the kid stuff up yet, but she has them in person. I'm going to ask her, but on the website, she has all things for like adults and stuff. Okay. I will hundred percent. My daughter will be your first model wearing African colors. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She'll get canceled at three. Fuck I got, I got, I got a teammate. His name's Troy. He, he's like, like super white. Like we have a joke on our team where there's a conversation between him and James Vick for who's a more country ass white boy. Oh. Oh, and he's been telling me, he's been telling me forever that his mom's clothes. So in my, my mind, I'm like, who could give birth to this country as white boy Troy, you know? So <laughs> he finally came through and bought some clothes for his dad. <laughs> he bought some clothes for his dad. And he's like, All right, I'm going to send you a picture of my dad wearing the clothes. And he sends me the picture and his dad's a black dude. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was oh, like, that's I never, hilarious. I guess, I guess it's his stepdad or, or maybe like he's adopted, but he always just addresses him as dad. So I never asked any questions, but I was, I was just waiting to see like the most hillbilly ass dude <laughs> in my mom's African clothes. White boy Troy has a black dad. I love it. I love it. Well, listen, Sadiq, man, you're awesome. I'll always support you. Always be your friend. And uh, thank you for coming on the show, man. Yeah, no, no worries, no worries. I almost, I almost couldn't make it at first. She told me it was twelve. I thought she was like in New York or something. I guess no, both PS, PST is yeah. California time. That's Pacific Standard Time. Okay, yeah. okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right, well, take care, brother. Congrats on the house and everything else. Yes, yeah. sir. Have a nice one. Thanks, man. Nice to meet you, man. Nice guy. Yeah, he's great. Where is he living now? Is he still living Maryland. in Maryland? He lives in Maryland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's hilarious, right? He's hilarious. He's got a great personality. Yeah, he took wife and his brother in or sister in or something. His mom, his mom and his brother. Mensch, his yeah, mom. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. His mom and his brother, and he's just he's just a good guy. Were you confused else in Texas or no? I thought he was in Texas <laughs> for some reason. I, I I had him training it in Texas with like uh, just in Texas for some reason. I don't know why. I, I just I have no idea why I thought he was from Texas uh, or a train. I know I knew he was living in Maryland. I thought he moved to Texas for some reason. Anyway. Uh, that is our show today. Uh, thank you, Bill. Uh, thank, you. thank you, Sadiq. Thank you, John Dotson. I'll talk to you soon, brother. Be good. All right. Bye-bye.